Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The NFL has become one of the leaders in the open distribution of tickets, tapping into a network of marketplaces that allows buyers to make a purchase across a multiple list of platforms. That's one of the topics covered by Clay Luter, EVP and co-head of Ticketmaster, when he spoke with SBJ Facilities reporter Brett McCormick at the 2022 Access Sports Facilities and Franchises and Ticketing Symposium in Nashville. Luter also talked about reaching the next generation of fan by creating distribution models that integrate such applications as TikTok. You can watch the interview and follow the highlights from the event at sportsbusinessjournal.com. Good morning. It's Thursday, September 15th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson will step down effective December 31st, following nearly 24 years in the role. Thompson said his one remaining priority was expansion of the college football playoff and viable access for the Mountain West. Thompson was part of a special working group that also included SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick, and former Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, which originally introduced the 12-team CFP format that will be adopted by 2026. Under Thompson, the Mountain West negotiated nearly $600 million in television revenue to support its member schools, including a $270 million six-year media rights agreement with CBS and Fox Sports, that began in January of 2020. Thompson is the only commissioner in the history of the Mountain West, which officially began operations in January of 1999. Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross's punishment for tampering has turned into an opportunity for others in NFL circles to increase their influence. When Ross was suspended last month, the suspension goes through October 17th, he was also removed from all spots on the influential ownership committees indefinitely. He had served on four key panels, finance, owned and operated media, international, and sports betting. In a new list of assignments circulated this week by Commissioner Roger Goodell, Ross's name is completely absent. Here are the list of changes. On the finance committee, Ross is replaced by Jets owner Woody Johnson. On the owned and operated media committee, Ross is off and was not replaced. On the international committee, Ross is replaced by 29-year-old Elizabeth Blackburn, the granddaughter of Bengals owner Mike Brown. This is her first formal committee assignment. And on the sports betting committee, Ross has been replaced by new Raiders president Sandra Morgan Douglas, former chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board. Prime Video will enhance its debut NFL live stream tonight with real-time voice-activated game data from Fire TV and Alexa during the Chargers-Chiefs game. Fans watching the stream via Fire TV can gain access to live stats and analytics provided by Prime Video's signature X-Ray tool for TNF. Viewers can simply say, Alexa, open X-Ray, and they will receive game information usually reserved for coaches and broadcasters, such as quarterback's average time before passing or a receiver's average separation yardage on pass patterns. Viewers can also ask Alexa football-related questions during the broadcast without interrupting Fire TV's game stream. If a fan asks Alexa, how many rushing yards do the Chiefs have today, or Alexa, who has the most tackles today, or Alexa, who leads the NFL in touchdowns, the answers will be provided 
without any stoppage in the live stream. Another game day feature will allow fans to say, Alexa, play Thursday night football into their Fire TV or Echo Show device, which will drop them into the live stream when the game begins. Days before they call the first regular season NFL game on Amazon Prime, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet joined the Marshand and Iran Sports Media podcast to discuss their plan for calling games on the streaming service and how they've approached their partnership. The two also discussed the free agent frenzy that hit NFL announcers in the offseason. Michaels talks about how he will decide when to hang up his announcer's microphone, and Herbstreet offers his two cents on Big Ten expansion. Other topics, Michaels' disdain for vegetables and Herbstreet's travel schedule to Boone, North Carolina this weekend for game day. Andrew and John also discuss ESPN's future, what to expect from Amazon's first game, and a review of week one on television. You can download the new episode on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Drone Racing League has a new partner in Google Cloud, which will be presenting sponsor of the league's 2022-23 season opening race next month at PayPal Park in San Jose. The DRL Race in the Cloud, presented by Google Cloud, brings the circuit to the Silicon Valley for the first time and will coincide with the opening night of the Google Cloud Next Tech Conference on October 11th. As part of the multi-year deal, the two properties will launch the Google Cloud Fly Cup Challenge, a developer competition around cloud skills and driving innovation in drone racing. Winners of the season-long competition will be honored in February at the DRL World Championship to be held at Lone Depot Park in Miami. The Google Cloud deal adds to DRL's roster of other major tech partners, including T-Mobile, Algorand, and Genius Sports. For Google Cloud, this brings another pro sports partner in addition to deals with the Warriors, MLB StatCast, and Fox Sports. See more on the plans for this new partnership in today's Sport Techie Daily Newsletter. One of the most anticipated announcements of the year in eSports came out on Wednesday when Riot Games revealed its plans for the 2023 Valorant Champions Tour, notes our Kevin Hitt. The 30 initial partnered teams will travel to Sao Paulo for the kickoff tournament. Riot also is setting up three major hubs of competition, L.A., Seoul, and Berlin. The tour has been soliciting applications from esports organizations from all over the world to identify 30 teams for the tour's kickoff. These partner teams will see substantial benefits, team stipends, a revenue share package, and more. Riot's Games also created a path for non-partnered teams to earn the same incentive package under a two-tiered system. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Thursday. I hope everyone has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.